Hey y'all, welcome back to episode 4 of College from A to Z with Annie and Zinni. So on this podcast, every Friday, we have a conversation with a college student uh, from a different school just to kind of gain more perspectives because I think the college experience is very different depending on where you go. Yeah, so we have an Instagram page, which is at college from A to Z with number two. So please go follow us and provide us with some feedback by direct messaging us. Yeah, and so this is our fourth episode ever, and we are interviewing Annie's friend from University of Texas. Annie, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, of course. So Haley is an extremely ambitious, skilled golfer and a person who takes her life and work seriously. Uh, She's full of positive energy, and I can't be more excited to have her in the podcast. So Haley, um, would you mind quickly introducing yourself to the listeners? Yeah, for sure. Hi, my name is Haley Cooper. Um, I go to the University of Texas, and I'm actually a student athlete here. Um, I've known Annie for a while, so I'm super happy that you'll ask me to be on y'all's podcast, and I'm really, really excited to talk to y'all. That's great. Okay. okay. To start off with, um, could you kind of talk about why you chose University of Texas? Like, what were some factors that contributed to make your commitment? Um, yes, yeah, so... Um, I obviously, I play golf um, like you, and um, as I was looking at colleges, I kind of, I realized I wanted to have the college experience, and I wanted to go to a bigger university, um, because I'm from, like, a a smaller town, um, so I kind of wanted to be um, a little fish in a huge, you know, ocean, honestly, not even a pond here, but um, yeah, it's, um, so I just decided that I really wanted to um, go somewhere big, but also have, like, a really, really good golf team, really good support system, be close to home, I wanted good coaches, and then obviously the the University of Texas um, has, like, a tradition, and um, it's just really cool to be a part of um, the spirit and, like, the life here. For sure, yeah. You're from Texas, right? I am. Which part of Texas? So I'm from Montgomery, Texas, so it's 45 minutes north of Houston. Got it. It's over by the Woodlands and Conroe, so it's kind of smaller. Um, a lot of people don't know where it is, but um, we're growing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so since I don't go to University of Texas, can y'all enlighten me a little bit about like what the culture is like, what it's like at University of Texas, um, just like what's the general vibe? Um, of course, yeah. So... We, whenever you, we come on campus, we're kind of like, we have a little, it's actually one of our sayings, whenever you come here, it's like, we are Texas, and it's kind of just like a family, and our thing is like, we change the world, it's like, that's our um, motto, as they say, like, what happens here changes the world, and so I think we all, like, here just kind of want to make the world a better place, and somehow we all know that we're capable, and we're all amazing, because obviously, you know, we're at the University of Texas, and um, super blessed to be there it's like a great great place but um I just think it's more of like a little family everyone's just like hey like we're all going to support each other to do our own thing and I have friends in engineering departments I have friends in the communication departments I have friends you know that don't play sports I you know and so it's like we all just support each other though they just come out and they like they want to come watch me play golf or and I want to go watch them if I see them walking down the street in their suits to go to their um uh, interviews and presentations and I'm like oh you know good luck today so it's it's like great because we all really support each other um there's not a lot of hatred on the campus that's amazing dude for me here it's it's not really like I could associate that much with other students because I, I genuinely just don't really have time to associate with them and yeah I get that yeah especially being a commuting school like I I don't get to really associate with them they just go home after classes and mm-hmm. they don't really hang out on campus yeah that makes sense your school isn't a commuting school, right? You guys are a residential campus? 
Yes, we have on-campus dorms, and then we actually have a lot of apartments and housing, like, literally right off campus. So I live probably 100 feet from campus, um, and that's where a lot of Greek life lives. We call it West Campus. Um, and so that's where a lot of my friends, actually, we all just, all, a lot of athletes live over here. Um, so we all kind of walk back from class together the same places um, every day. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, obviously four corners of campus, and on the four corners, there's, like, different living areas. But most of my friends live in West Campus, which is good, so we can always walk back together and we can go I can really like walk to their apartments if I need to so that's pretty cool do you guys live on campus for four years or can you live um can you get an apartment after we can live actually anywhere anytime we want here we don't have to live on campus at all so our coaches basically require they're like hey like we we want you to live in uh which it used to be called University House. Now it's called Ion. Mm-hmm. We live there, um, all the golfers except two. Um, and so they want us to live here so everyone's close together. Everyone can, you know, drive together to practice or do whatever they need to do. Are you rooming with a golfer? Yeah, I'm actually rooming with two. <laughs> oh, how is that? I really like it, actually. It's nice when we, like, have to get up for workouts and um, oh, if we're okay. going to practice because we can just, like, I mean, I've slept in for, like, workouts and they've come and knocked on my door and I'm like, oh, my yeah, gosh, I have to sure. get up and go. Like, it's really, really nice so they can, like, green up remind me. Um, what would you say about the dynamic between athletes and um, non, just regular students? Um, well, I do get to interact with regular students, what we call them NARPs, normal athletic regular people. <laughs> and <laughs> We call them, too. <laughs> Yeah, NARPs. Um, we get to interact with them a lot. Like I've met a lot of NARP friends, um, like throughout my classes, um, being in group projects with them, um, you know, ones that are majoring with me. And then also I have friends from my high school that are coming here now, um, that I still get to talk to and hang out with. I'm I'm actually rooming with one next year. Nice. But my main family, my main dynamic is the golf team, because I mean I see everyone 24 seven and I live with two of them. Um, but also other athletes, like I've made friends with a couple of softball girls, a couple of track girls. So, like it's really good to kind of, um, get out there and, you know, hang out with the other sports too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what your future looks like in terms of golf? Is that something that you want to do professionally or? Um, yeah, I, I really, that's been my dream since I've been, I think I was nine. Kaylee's got to play professionally. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm uh I'm hoping. She she has to. If not her, like who's gonna turn professional? Like she she just got to oh turn professional. Whatever, Annie. I would love to do that. That has been my dream for a long time, for over ten years now. Um I've been working really, really hard to get there and it's honestly all timing though, just kind of to see. It's also luck, like luck, timing, kind of just um seeing what happens. But I'm gonna try. Um but um yeah, I'm gonna try to go to Q school and see what happens and hopefully get out there and be successful. If not, um I actually I wanna do something in the golf industry though. Like I was majoring in corporate communication. So I'd love to do something like the communication sides of golf, like maybe dealing with players, sponsorships. I like mm-hmm. talking to people. So <laughs> anything with that, which you can't do that a whole lot in golf. But yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously you had the skill to turn pro, like no doubt, <laughs> but you chose to go to UT instead or before turning professional, I guess. Why do you think you kind of made that decision? Oh, well, honestly, I've, I've talked to my parents about that for ever since I started looking at colleges because they told me people were going to come up to me and say, Hey, why don't you just go pro? Or, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're playing really hot and you're, you know, on a roll, then I mean, by all means, go for it. Mm -hmm. But, um, my family, we've always, everyone's always pushed the, 
idea of get the education, get a backup plan. And so that's always been a dream of mine was to get a degree. Like I, I t- I've told lots of people, I'm like, like, oh, why don't you leave after two years? Why don't you leave after this? I'm like, I'm not leaving here until I get the degree, until I get that piece of paper. Because if golf doesn't work out, then that's great. I still have something and I got it, you know, from a great university. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's so it's a great opportunity. And, you know, I'm going to take every opportunity and take advantage of everything I, that I can get um, out of being at the University of Texas. So. Well, how did you come across the game of golf, though? Like, what? when did you start? You said nine years old, right? Well, I started when I was six. Um, so my grandfather, um, he's actually my step-grandfather, I guess, but he, um, I grew up with him. My dad um, didn't play golf, and he got him into golf when he was in high school. He was like, hey, why don't you just try it out? My dad fell in love with it. He didn't, like, he wasn't any good, didn't really, you know, play a whole lot, but he loved golf. Yeah. Um, and whenever I was three days old, I think, um, they took okay. they took me to my grandpa's house, and um, he put this old golf grip in my hand, and we still have the golf grip, but, like, I, like, grabbed onto it, and he looked at my dad, and he was like, see, she's destined to be a golfer, like I told you. <laughs> And so my dad's like, well, that's awesome. Like, you know, I'm going to get into golf. Well, he was um, the assistant golf coach at my old high school, Montgomery High School. Um, and so whenever mm-hmm. I was four or five, six, he kind of put me in the front yard and I would hit like, you know, little plastic clubs. And then finally, when I was six, he was like, hey, like, let's go to the golf course. And so I started and honestly, I hated golf. Didn't really like it. Um, it's it's, <laughs> me it's too. hard. Like, who doesn't like, like, who loves it immediately? It's Same. hard. It's just like, you yeah. know, whenever you start making contact with the ball, it gets fun and um, whenever you can start playing. But so, yeah, I from six to probably about nine and a half. I did not like golf. I wanted to quit. And my dad was like, no, Haley, you're going to play until you're 10 because I know you're going to love it. Like, I just have a feeling. (laughs) And it was the craziest thing. As soon as I turned 10, I started playing better. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I (laughs) love this. Like, and it's not that, you know, you have to play good to, like, love golf. But it just made it so much more fun because I had, like, another level. You know, I could, like, I realized I can get better at this. Like, I can get good at this. So I, like, immediately fell in love with it. And I was like, okay, that's – I actually played soccer, too. And I was going to quit golf and play Mm -hmm. soccer. And when the time came, I was 10, I was like, dad, look, I don't even want to play soccer anymore. Like, I want to play full golf. He was like, wow, really? I'm like, yes, I want to play full golf, like 100%. So, yeah. Yeah, one thing I realized with golf is that, um, so at UH, I was talking to the softball girl who is a catcher, right? And then she told me that she kind of is bored of softball because she doesn't have anything to improve upon. Whereas golf, there's always something to work on. Where, um, yeah, yeah, totally. Sure. That's what, um, yeah, you can't get good enough at golf. <laughs> for sure, yeah. You must um travel a lot for golf because I know Annie does. Like, how is that in terms of having to miss classes? I know Annie gets super stressed when she has to. Yeah, guys, classes. I have two exams that I have to make up. <laughs> I was gone for a week and I'm yeah. struggling to catch up but yes so pretty much if you just tell your professors ahead of time that's my thing is I like to tell them ahead of time I like to keep reminding them you know if we're like qualifying like hey I could possibly be missing this next week like just letting you know possibly <laughs> and then I send an email you know like hey here um this is what I'm missing and you know I remind them of the course dates that I've given them at the beginning of the year and most of the time here they're really chill and they're really helpful mm-hmm so could you talk about golf season? How like for those who don't know much about what the golf season looks like? Yeah, so golf's an all year sport, which is um kind of different. It's kinda of like track, you know, they do indoor indoor and outdoor. But golf's all year. Um so we start 
usually mid-September. And um, for us, anyways, University of Texas, we play four tournaments in the fall. And then, you know, we just kind of get warmed up, get ready to go, have a good fall, um, get a good rank. And then spring, we play five tournaments in the regular season. So, um, you know, we'll have a tournament. We usually, tournaments last, they're either two rounds, it goes 36 holes, 18 holes, or they're three days of 18 holes. And uh, as the season goes on, obviously, once you finish regular season, we have postseason, which is Big 12 championships for us because we're in the Big 12 conference. And we have then we have regional championships and the national championships. If your ranking is good enough or you play well in your conference tournament, then you get to make it into regionals. And then if you finish in the top, I believe it's eight teams at regionals, it's either eight or six, um, you get to make it into the national championship. It's, it's 50%, I think. Okay, right? okay. Like 50% I think, of the field gets to advance. Yes, I believe so. And then, um, yeah. and then national championships is played in a different, different format. So there's like a stroke play, which is where you just count, you know, how many shots you hit, obviously. Um, but then it's a different format for nationals. Nationals, you play four days of stroke play and then your teams get seated. Um, they take the top eight teams and they say, here you go, go play off and then play a match play tournament. Um, between those eight teams. Um, and then whoever wins is the champion. Yeah. So I think for golf, there are five people that gets that gets to travel for a tournament, and four yes. scores get counted, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. If you didn't know, Zinni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for the background information. Definitely needed that. Um, when I watched Annie play golf for the first time, I didn't know anything about golf etiquette. So, like, I was like walking and making noise while people were like um, hitting the ball, and it was like apparently not polite or something i don't know <laughs> i don't know much about golf it is really different from other sports <laughs> yeah but Haley, when you were picking a college was golf the most important thing or was the school in terms of academics or like what were the biggest factors for you um so at the end obviously whenever i made my decision it was because i was like you know what if i get a degree from the university of texas and i get to play golf they're like that's just like a double whammy like that's just that's the best of both worlds honestly that's all i could have asked for but i did look at schools like um duke and i looked at stanford for a little bit just kind of you know obviously just eyeing um but like i looked at schools with you know where i could get a really really good education because it's like wow like this would look great if you're you know going to get a job somewhere but really it was just like the university of texas i think just had it all for me like it was just it's close to home it was you know there was a great degree and then also you know the golf girls are great and the golf team is great and the facilities are amazing and the coaches are great so it was just kind of everything but um for me, honestly, I mean, I was just, you know, golf, golf got me here. And um, I would love, you know, I want the degree, obviously, but it was a mixture of both. And just switching gears a little bit, can you talk a little bit about the social climate at University of Texas? Like, what is that like? Do you guys have a Greek life there? Yes, we do. Where I live, I live on West Campus, all the Greek life, all the Greek sororities and the fraternities and um, all of that are on this side. I have honestly, I've never been to any frat or sorority activity whatsoever. That's just not, you know, my scene. And I have a couple of friends that are in sororities and a couple of friends that are in fraternities. Um, we don't have time, I think, to do that because Greek life, I feel like, is more of a club. And it's hard to be in a club when you're already in multiple clubs. <laughs> it's the golf club. The golf, golf club of Houston. Exactly. <laughs> Literally me every day in golf club of Houston, guys. Friday night. Exactly. Exactly. 
I just looked up the population for University of Texas, and it's 51,000 close to. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. We're pretty big. <laughs> that That's crazy. So is it hard to make friends, like, in a school that big or find, like, a like a close-knit community? It really is, but that's why I think, like, my freshman year, I didn't make a lot of friends outside the golf team. Like, I made a couple friends in athletics, like, you know, that I just, I went, I'm in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here, so I've made a couple friends in that. So, I mean, I would sit with them, like, but I really, I only made a couple of non-athletic, you know, friends. It's just, it's really hard, especially if you're not plugged into a club somewhere or organization, like, um, you just, cause you don't have anyone to spend time with. Like, I could see roommates, um, being your, like, I made friends with our, we made friends with our roommates, um, but yeah, unless you're with people or you're like in a club, then it's really, really hard to, especially with, I mean, just honestly, you're probably not going to see the person you're walking down the street anytime soon. I've seen different people I've never seen every single day here, which is, I think it's so awesome because when I was back home, you know, I knew almost everyone. I actually went through my yearbook the other day and there was, there was a lot of kids. Like we had like 500 in my class, um, I believe, um, whenever I graduated, but we started when I was in uh, kindergarten with however many in um my elementary school I went to like it was maybe a hundred kids but I knew I mean I knew everyone um I could go through and I was like wow I know them 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 um I could name them and you know at least recognize them but here it's so cool like I don't even recognize anyone if I do see a friend that I or someone that I've seen I'm like hi how are you like um you know I love to see people I know because I think it's so rare here and it's so fun it is really weird, but at, <laughs> but for like private universities like Vanderbilt, it was like it was like kind of my high school. You know, you kind of get to know all the freshmen, and then kind of as the year goes by, you you get to know more people and kind of meet more people, right? But UH is like ginormous, so big that everywhere I go, I just I never meet people who I know. Like I I never get to like see whoever I met before. You know? Yes which kind of sucks. They they both have pros and cons to it, I guess. Yes. And as you get more plugged into like it, it just gets better and better. Like, is this your, is this your first year at um, Houston? Annie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it'll get better yes. next year. Like it's, I hope so because it, it's been really hard to make any friends like outside of golf, you know, it'll, it'll get better because um, I, it, it same with me, my freshman year, it was just really, really hard to make friends. Um, cause I mean, mm-hmm. cause you don't, I, I was shy. It was like, I was new all over again and yeah, for sure. I come in and I was like, well, I know my certain people, like I know my certain squad and you know, you kind of like don't know your place yet. And you're just like, well, I'm a freshman. I'm not gonna, you know, but as you become a sophomore, like you, I kind of like stopped caring about people, <laughs> not like what people thought. But yeah. like I stopped caring. I was like, "Hey, what's up? Like, I'm gonna go talk to. You. I want to talk to. You. And if you want to say hi to someone, like if down the street, like say hi to them. Like, um, yeah, that I think that's the most important part is that you have to know that everyone's in the same position. Like, no one knows anyone. I mean, you might know people from like following them in Instagram before coming to college or kind of having those friends, but yeah, everyone doesn't really have that bubble like friendship exactly before coming into college. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I have a completely different experience because I would say it's pretty easy at Vanderbilt to make friends because the school is so small. I think the population is, the undergrad population is 6,000. So like that's almost 10 times smaller. So like that's crazy to me. How long does it take to walk from one side of campus to the other because like how do you even get to your classes on time it's actually not that bad so I live um 15 minutes from our stadium a 15 minute walk from our stadium and that's kind of where we do everything 
and really, if you go, um, if you, every, every class, really, like the farthest you're going to have to walk from the stadium is a good, like 15 minutes, like 15, 20 minutes max. So, I mean, across campus, it would probably take me 20 minutes to walk straight across. That's not that bad, I guess, right? Um, uh, bringing back, yeah, Haley, what would be the, um, what do you think is, was the most special tournament for you so far? Well, like, okay, special or like beautiful or like, what are we talking about? Um, like something like location wise, like what was the nicest place you went? Oh, oh my gosh, yes. Okay, the nicest place that I've traveled was the Bahamas at the University of Houston Scott Tournament. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh, I we went to the Bahamas um, this last fall. Y'all's tournament was so fun. The course is beautiful. The hotel, amazing. I'm glad. I got to go to the casino with Annie. We were gambling. <laughs> Legally, it was legal. Oh my God, it's pretty bad. Oh, yes. I actually won. I won $8, Annie. Thank you. <laughs> but anyways. And they won, by the way, guys. University of Texas kind of beat us pretty bad, but we will get it back. Don't worry. We're hosting another home tournament. Yes, we're playing. Um, we leave on Saturday, but we also I've we've been really really lucky. So my freshman year, I got to go in the uh, fall. We got to go to Cabo, Mexico, and um, I saw her there. <laughs> yes, I did. We were playing for Vanderbilt. <laughs> oh, I have a good Just picture of us. I'll send you all that picture, and you can like post yeah, it. I have and, a you know, picture yeah. There, yeah. And then we also got to go in the spring. We got to go to Hawaii, which was also a blast that was so fun and then this year was the bahamas i mean just topped it all off i'm so jealous right now i cannot even relate in the slightest i'm sorry oh my god that's crazy um yeah but at the same time you're kind of losing those um class time and you're getting behind in school and you have to make up everything after Okay, but I would happily miss a week of school to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> like, the Bahamas was oh a blast for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> um, switching gears a little bit, Haley, can you talk more about um communications major? Like, how did you go about choosing your major? Did you like come into it knowing that's what you wanted or? Um, yeah. So my dad growing up was always kind of hammered into me. He was like, Hey, you need to be a business major. You need to, you know, just like his idea. Cause he was like, well, he majored, I think in kinesiology and government. Um, my mom, uh, is an RN. Um, so I kind of didn't really have anything. Yeah. Um, so she didn't really know what she wanted to do. Um, and so no one ever really pushed me to do anything. My dad was like, you can do everything with business. Like, And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, you know, business is cliche. Everyone wants to do business. So I talked to my mom about it and I really had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was really, really shy in high school. And Annie could tell you this. My, I mean, in the golf world, I was not. Um, I was more outgoing. But um, my freshman and sophomore year of high school, but whenever I became a junior and senior, like in my high school, I became more outgoing. I made more friends. Like I just, you know, I decided like, hey, like just get out there a little bit. And I started realizing like I love people. Like I love to talk to people. Like I love to talk in general. Like I used to be really shy to say anything, but I'm like, I love it. Now that I start talking, like I can't shut up. Um, And my mom's like, well, why don't you do like marketing or advertising and I'm like yeah that's that's all okay and she's like what about communications and I was like uh communications like what the heck is that and so I looked it up and I was like well it sounds cool like because I get to communicate with people like let's sign up with that um 
really. So I really didn't know. And um, I put that as my second. And I put that as my first choice. I put business as my second choice. I'm like, well, that means I have to put me in <laughs> the communication school, right? Um, but yeah, I got in and my first class I was actually given was my speech class that you have to take. And I mean, I freaked out. I was like, well, mom, I'm going to have to, I technically I was undeclared, but, um, I came in like leaning towards, um, communications, um, and, uh, it was like undeclared communications. Like I didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do. And there's three sections of communications. We have corporate communication, communication and leadership. And then I believe it's like a journalism communication of some sort so um, I picked corporate communication because I feel like it would just work with me and kind of what I wanted to do more with the golf business world and um you know so I'm really really enjoying all my classes though um my all my communications classes I'm just um I like what they what they're teaching me and it's cool because it's like simple things like it seems like common sense but you know whenever you actually apply it it's like the ways you apply it can affect um people so much and like you know, it's just amazing to kind of see how to do that. And I, I really, really love what I'm doing. So I feel like you had that before taking those classes, though. I, I'm sure it kind of helped you out a bit more. But Haley's just that kind of a person for sure. <laughs> I, I'm really curious, what kinds of classes do you have to take for the major? So I've taken like there's certain requirements like I had to take professional communications, which is um, pretty much speech. Um, and then you have to take a couple courses that have to do with emotional communication. Like I took one called interpersonal communication. Um, and it really talks about why people react and why people act the way that they do. Um, and then I'm taking one right now actually called theories of persuasion, um, which is really cool because you need to talk, you know, it's just like, it's honestly, I think how to communicate with people and kind of get what you want out of it. <laughs> um, but it's it's really cool to see like and I've learned a lot about different people and from like being in it I've learned about like how to speak to someone who is more outgoing and how to speak to someone who's more shy how to make everyone feel included like kind of um in that sense and I, I love to do that like it's just it's really cool because I get I can like whenever I meet someone now within five minutes of meeting them I know like the kind of person <laughs> they are like kind of how that they react kind of um kind of what they like almost like and how they're, you know, how they're going to react to what I say. And I really like that because um, then I can make everyone like feel comfortable and feel included. And so like, I feel like that's a super gift that I've taken. Wait, that's so interesting. Can you talk more about how, how do you communicate with people who are shy versus outgoing? And then like, how do you make people feel included? Like, I'm so curious about the psychology of it all. Yeah, so I mean, there's like a lot of science and there's a lot of like terms that I'm not going to say because I, I don't remember a lot of the terms, but um, but it's just like, you know, if you walk up and you meet, like, let's say there's an example, um, a girl on our golf team is really, really shy. Um, and to make her feel included, you just go up and I just, I kind of mess with her. I tell her, I'm like, hey, you know, and I talk to her a little bit about something like I figured out she loves to talk about boys. Like, like she, like she's a boyfriend, but she loves it when I start talking about a boy, right? Like who doesn't love to talk about boys? Um, but, but I've learned, I've learned like, hey, if you go up and you talk to her about a boy, like she is going to sit there and speak. She's going to talk to you forever about it. And she's going to give you advice. And she's going to, you know, and then um, also, like, I've learned how to talk to outgoing people, like, honestly, like, people like me or people like, um, you know, another another example, another girl on our golf team. You just go up there. If you say one word to her, she will not stop talking. So, I mean, there's different ways um, to go about it. And then um, it's just cool because whenever you get to know a person more, you can figure out what makes them tick. And I've, I've figured out when people are upset with me or, like, just not upset with me, but just you know, they're, like, 
hey, I'm, I'm tired of you. I'm frustrated with you. And obviously, no one's going to tell you that. Like, Annie, if I'm mad at you, like, I'm not going to come up to you and say, Annie, like, I am frustrated with you right now. I'm, you know. I've actually learned and I've I've distanced myself from I'm like okay well honestly we've been spending too much time together I'm gonna distance myself and the next thing you know they come back to me a week later and they're like all happy and talkative and positive again and I'm like there you go like that's all we needed so it's really nice to be able to like do that and use that in like a team setting um because it can also be worked like used in like the workplace setting um I've learned like when good times are to talk to people like about certain situations like our coaches or like you know other team members like my parents like hey like I'm not gonna sit there and be like hey mom um would you mind giving me $50 for this like I'm actually I'm gonna wait until after she's had her um actually I'm I'm gonna call her I like to call her before work I'm gonna wait I'm gonna call her before work so in case she doesn't have a good day at work like she'll still give me the $50 (laughs) Yeah, because it might depend on her mood, you know? That's actually so smart. Oh, my <laughs> God. Did you see those strategies? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's just about, like, reading different people and how their energies are. And, like, I've really learned, like, when I walk up to someone now, I mean, a lot of people can do this. And you're just like, hey, what's wrong? But it's, like, the way that people say different words, um, especially our foreigners, like, with their accents, I can, like, tell when they're upset. If they say, I'm like, hey, what's wrong? Like, between, like, and I look at them, I say, hey, do you want to talk? And they're like, no, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, you're fine. But if they do want to talk, I'm like, hey, let's let's just go over here and have a conversation. Like, it's I'll help you through it. You know, it's not a big deal. But it's been really cool to kind of learn. And that was something we talked about in one of my classes too, was like people with different accents, people from different cultures acting certain ways. So I've been able to learn, like while I've been here, um, learn how to deal with, you know, them in different ways um, because, you know, they are from here and their cultures are different. Yeah, and I think it's really important to, like, interact with people to learn that skills, too, you know? Oh, of course. Uh, not only you learn in class, but I think that ties back to how we should get more involved in college, join some clubs and organizations, learn how to kind of associate with different kind of people from different backgrounds so that you could, when you go get a job, you could actually talk to different people and know how to react to different people, you know? Yeah, I definitely, I think... um what my business fraternity has taught me is that communication with people is so key. Your interpersonal skills are so important, sometimes even more so than like having technical skills. So what, like Haley, it sounds like maybe you should, you know, go into business world. Like <laughs> sounds like you'd be really successful. Well, thanks. Um, yeah. Um, so I guess just to wrap up this podcast, what is one last piece of advice you would give to, um, you know, someone who was in your shoes before? Maybe like even advice specific to like being an athlete and like trying to pick going professional versus getting that degree. Is just any like advice you'd like to share? Um, What I always like to tell people, like if, you know, just follow I mean it's kind of really cliche but I mean just follow your dreams like follow what you want to do um give it 100% effort um and just be like super kind to people like that's always been like my like dream like just things that everyone should just be so I wish everyone was just so kind to other people like my favorite quote actually it's by Maya Angelou and it says people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but wait, what you feel yeah but they'll never forget how you made them feel and I post it all the time and I'm just like you know what like if people ever get like one thing from me I would love for them to just be like wow like it, she made me feel good about myself that's the first thing is just like 
I want them to, you know, know that they are important. And people, that's really important in the world that people need to know that they're important, that they are cared about. And it can help you, like, with any, like, it can help you, it just helps them. It, help, it can help you in, like, the future. Like, it's just, um, the world needs, like, more of that. And that's what I always tell people is, like, that's my piece of advice. Like, just be kind to everyone. Like, um, do your best. Um, and, yeah, just give 100% effort everything you do. Yeah. Oh my, that, that's so sweet. I absolutely love that. Oh my God. Um, I have a similar mentality. I always say like, at least just don't make anybody's day worse. You know, like if you're, I feel like the baseline is you just interact neutrally with everyone. And if you can just, you know, try to make the little sphere of people that interact with you, make it pleasant for them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it costs zero dollars to be nice to someone or just to even say nothing at all. Like, you know, it's it's free to just be nice. If somebody drops something and like they can't get to it, like pick it up for them. Like, you know, it's it doesn't cost you any money. And like it may it just like even just like smiling at someone. Like, that's what my mom's always told me is you never know how bad of a day a person's day mm. is. If you just simply smile at them or smile at someone like who knows, like that could be literally the best part of their day. Like maybe they're having that bad of a day. And I've had like days like that. And I've had random people smile at me I'm like, wow, like, you know what? They're positive. Like, it's really weird, but, like, I've I've seen it happen. So I'm, like, I always just try to, like, smile at people I know or smile at people I don't know. Someone looks like they're not having a, the greatest day. Like, um, you know, just, like, I, I would I would want that in return. Yeah. I, I feel like having this conversation with you, Haley, just made, like, restored my faith in humanity or something. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. You're, you're, like, the sweetest person ever, I've ever met. That's crazy, yeah. Oh. Um, thank you so much, Haley, for being a guest on our fourth episode of ever. Course. Um, It was definitely such a pleasure having you. Yes, thank you all so much, so much for having me. It was so fun. Yeah, so that was it for today, guys. Please go follow us on Instagram. It's at college from A to Z with number two. And if you have any question concerning this episode or about Haley's experience at University of Texas, please go feel free to follow her at Instagram. We'll be tagging her on our post. Thank you, guys. That was it for today's episode. And we'll see you guys next Friday.